it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, a couple weeks. We're back. We are back, baby. Both of your hosts are here. Slater's here. AJ's here. AJ, how you been? At high in church yesterday. I was high in church. What? High in church. Okay, I didn't know I was going to church for real. So, Aaron's nephew, my nephew, Jack, had yeah. like a preschool, like, Christmas thing going on at St. Peter's. And it was just went from like, oh, we're going to go see him, like, sing three songs. Then it comes out like, oh, it's going to be like a whole Advent Mass as well. So I decided to get really high before it. Wait, so you knowingly yeah. got high before you went Once out. I found out it was going to be a full Advent Mass, it was like an hour long. I was like, I'm going to go high for this. It was hilarious. At least to me. I thought that story was going to be very different. I thought you were going to say, I got high and then found out it was going, like it was a kid's concert and you were going to get high. And then you found out that you had to go to church for it. Basi- but you knowingly did it. I, I well, it's, it's basically kind of what Because initially it was just, hey, we're watching Jack sing and some kids. Right. And then it turned into, this might be performance for like the entire K through 8. And then it turned into... Actually, it's an Advent Mass. And by that point, I'd have been ripping the pen. So it's kind of a progression of things. St. Peter's is beautiful. I wouldn't consider myself a holy man of sorts, but I'm, oh, pre- I'm pretty sure you're going to hell. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> ripping the vape pen as you walk into church. Anyway. And I think they had like their fourth string priest out there. I honestly thought that the, the, the pastor who started speaking and doing the entire spiel okay. was a large altar boy. Don't you think that around the holidays they would have, like, their A squad? No, it was definitely, like, their backups. This was, like, week 18. They're clinched a playoff spot. Do, do priests get vacation? No, they're to- we're getting off topic, but do priests get vacations? Maybe. Like, do, are they visiting God? Do you think, like, they're making a trip to heaven? I don't think so. Where could they go, then? That's true. I mean, I don't know if they... I feel like pastors get, and priests are probably in some weird... I don't know weird, if they get paid per se. They're probably in some like weird stuff. They're at like Vegas is hitting sapphires only. Some of them, I'm sure. But technically, you think they would then wear the... Well, I think like a pastor and a priest, like one can fuck and one can't. One can just only have wet dreams. And the other is... What about like a fryer? Like a fry cook? No. Like Friar John from uh, Robin Hood? Yes. I don't know what that is. Like a monk? Are they like monks? I think so. Is, is it monks or monk? Monkai? It's monk. Monk, monk is plural. Were you saying monkey? Like No, monkai. You know how it's like... Uh, I don't think so. I think it's monks. Monks? Wow. Okay. We, we had derailed early. You would think we'd have stuff to say after two weeks, and that's what we started with. So <laughs> anyway, Thanksgiving. Stay, stay of the game. Stagnant. Uh, I have done a whole lot on the simulator. Have so, you been like working on your swing? Yes. I have been. I How much have you changed? I haven't changed anything. I've been working on my setup. I try. I'm, I'm trying to get my backswing a little longer and really focusing on tempo. Okay. Uh, we talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but Ryan's like working out a lot and like trying to get his swing speed like way up. Okay. I'm trying to slow it down. <laughs> I'm trying said, to hit. Every, you said you're trying to hit under a hundred on every club. Yeah. I, I don't think it's not going to get that low, but. It's all about tempo. Like if I can just control my backswing, I'm trying to get it to where I'm really focusing on the fastest part of my swing being at the ball. 
Are you going to get like is a, a problem with a pause at the top, you think, here soon? Maybe in like a, from like a training perspective. I don't think on the course it'll ever get to that <laughs> point. But like, it's something I've noticed over the years. Like when I try and swing really hard, the backswing gets too fast. And the, the, the peak of speed in the swing is not at the ball where it should be. Like through contact, yeah. it's like other parts in the swing. And when you're doing that, you're wasting energy. Basically. My back hurts thinking about it. So, I'm doing simulator again Saturday. Ryan taking steroids yet? Doing any cycles? Any trend? Not, not that I know of. No? Okay. I don't think he's really trying to, like... Ryan, if you're, if you're I, listening, I, eat trend clean hard. I'm not... I'm not... I don't think he's trying to, like, go full Bryson, but... Okay. Anyway. Can't wait to see Ryan this, like, 220 solid muscle. I'm really hoping we can get an outside round at some point here soon. I don't work Monday. It's supposed to be 40. I will be working Monday, but, like, I'll have some... We'll have some days off, like, closer to Christmas, and we'll figure something out. Anyway, so before we get into our kind of random topic of the day... This could be a 10-minute long... The podcast is already halfway over. (laughs) But before we get into the kind of the random topic of the day and, you know, the the season-long betting and all that, um, there's a bunch of stuff that came through the last couple weeks, and then the hero last week with Tiger... And it was mostly the the press conferences and the the quotes and the interviews that came out about Liv and basically everything that's happened this year. There was some stuff from Tiger. People still don't like Greg Norman. Nobody nobody likes Greg Norman. So there was an interview with some uh, publication in Ireland. It was like a I don't know. It was like a six hour interview. I think it comes out in Hogwarts Times four different parts or something like that. Is that what it was? I don't know. That was a joke. Yes. Okay. Anyway, this guy sat down with Rory and come come to find out that, like, Rory and Greg Norman, like, early on in all this, had some, like, text exchange or something. And it was Rory, after he watched the Greg Norman documentary on Netflix or something like that, he texted Greg and was like, you know, I watched this. I thought it was really good. And um, back when Rory blew the Masters, mm-hmm. back in, like, what, 2010 or whatever that yeah. was? 2014, maybe? Uh, he said Greg Norman reached out to him and like that always stuck out to him. And so he's like, basically just like, I want to thank you, you know, do what you do. And, you know, I'll talk to you down the road or something like that. And Greg Norman basically said, you know, we differ on opinions, but you know, respect to you, blah, blah, blah. And then that was like right, right before I think like kind of the RBC timeline Mm -hmm. when Norman came out and was, you know, basically talking shit about Rory and that, and Rory had a quote. I got it right here. And he said, we had a pretty... Te-, this is a quote from Rory on Greg Norman. He's like, we had a pretty testy back and forth. He was very condescending. I thought, you know what? I'm going to make it my business to be as much of a pain in his arse as possible. Which I love that he said arse. Instead of ass. Right. But. Um, dumper. And then a couple of different quotes this week from the hero where tiger was like you know if there's going to be a way forward for both sides with pga tour and live he was like greg norman has to go that yeah. was like number one on his list seems like the more people outspoke or outspoken about him leaving greg norman's just going to hunker in and be a he just know. he just doubles down he had yeah. a quote he was like i pay zero attention to mcelroy and woods which in go- in the golf world said no one ever yeah it's impossible um so that was funny and then uh, Tiger had some interesting 
stuff, he basically said the OWGR is flawed. He was like more on kind of the ROM side of it than the, yeah. than the Rory side of it. Which I think they're both kind of oversimplifying the OWGR because we talked about it a little bit where I went into that deep, long yeah. Twitter There's thread a, where it's, it's not just about what the winner makes, right? It's it's about what 50th makes and 15th right. and right. so on and so forth. But they need to have... it's it, it does need to be a more comprehensive system that accounts for... Um, you know the DP World Tour. They I, eventually, I think they need. To, it's like the it's this is it's almost like the BCS right now, where it's the only system they have and it's extremely flawed. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. But clearly, don't clear, sell yourself short. Just put the time into it. Clearly, there's something wrong. Um, Tiger had some other interesting quotes. He's not going to use a golf cart ever. He will never use a golf cart. Sounds His like goal he's... basically is to play the majors and then maybe one to two other tournaments. He but basically it just doesn't said, seem like for much longer. He was just basically like, I can hit the shots. I just can't walk. He's like, what this, if, there's just not much in this leg. What if they give him like a, a fucking sick prosthetic leg? Like I'm sure he has enough money to get like the hot, hot like state of the art high end prosthetic leg. I'm sure he could, but that I mean. How, is he going to be able to swing? Is the question then? Doesn't matter if he if he can if then that flips and he turns into all of us where he can walk all day but can't hit the ball. Correct. Well, I mean, is is that something he's considering? Maybe like, hey, I have so much money, I can put highly fifty doubt. million dollars towards a fake lower leg. I highly doubt that's what he's thinking. He's not thinking about riding a golf cart. He's not going to ride in a golf cart. He's just going to ride off into the sunset and maybe he'll do. You know what he might do? Someone I saw this on Twitter the other day, but if he does decide to do the Champions Tour, he might ride in a cart there because none of that's official. So if he does still want to play golf and think he can hit the ball, he's only, what is he, 48, 49, I think? Something like that. So in another year, he could. How many some. tournaments do you think he wins in the Champions Tour or in the cart? Do you think he's just like. If he goes right longer and he's just fucking plowing away? Each if he weekend? goes at 50, oh yeah. He'll. He, he might win every tournament. <laughs> if, if what he's saying is true and he's shooting, you know, 63, 64s at home while riding in a cart. Yeah. Which was another quote that he said. Um, I've done that before. There was kind of a back and forth. Someone asked him, Do you think we owe Phil an apology at this point? And the guy didn't even finish his question. And Tiger was like, No, absolutely not. Phil is basically, he's played so poorly that no one even cares about him anymore or talks about him anymore. He's also doubling down because someone, uh, God, I don't remember who it was, but someone basically put Tiger's quote on Twitter and then Phil like replied to it like immediately. Yeah. With like uh, documented financials of the PGA Tour, which. Oh, yeah, that I, whole, I, the I, whole like loan exchange. Well, Tiger said they took out a big loan to do what they're doing, which I don't think loan is the right word. They, don't, they didn't like take a loan from a bank. They did. They did dip into their cash reserves. Yeah, a loan. Like, it's like taking the loan from your four hundred one k. But it's nowhere near the eight hundred million dollars, or what? I think he might. Yeah, I think Phil originally said a billion dollars. It's nowhere near that number that Phil was originally talking about. I think Phil's just mixing his numbers up with the Saudi oil fund. Yeah, maybe. Um, John Rom, to that effect, John Rom had a quote. I think on this side, we should be thankful for Liv. Which that's I don't know, that's really hard for me to to get to that point. Like, like you're starting to flip on John Rom. 
John Rahm has been like real testy lately. He if if I were to, I mean, he's it, always been testy. He's a guy that has temper tantrums on the golf course. But I don't know how you get to the point where you thank Liv. Like, I understand that Liv prompted these changes to the PGA Tour. I think that's all he's saying. He's not saying thank Liv for the great competition. But you can we have say with that. Or... But you can say that without saying that. I don't think they need to be thankful to Liv and Phil. Tis because the he, probably, he said that around Thanksgiving. Because yeah, it might sound great. For him, because like next year he's gonna play, you know, fifteen, eighteen tournaments or whatever with for twenty million dollar purses. But that's also not guaranteed to sustain itself. Like golf is, I think they might. There's a chance that they have like overplayed their hand here, mm. because I don't think golf is quite as popular as they're banking on with this. Like. We'll have to see how it plays out, but, like, you remember, like, the WGC, do you, like, did the WGCs, like, really get you jacked besides, like, the match play? Not really. And that's, like, essentially what these are. Like, I agree it's a good thing that the best players in the world have to get together and play together more often. I think they'll advertise it more and push it more than they have with WGCs. Like I said, we have to see how it plays out, but, like, this is a lot of money and, like, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hey, some charities will get less money. Sorry, St. Jude. Um, circling it all back, though, Brandel had another awesome quote. It's like a circle. He, uh, if you're part of Liv, my view is, your part in Liv is going to future facilitate the harm, or will it lead to helping others? I've argued in the past that if you're part of Liv, you're facilitating the continued atrocities and terrorism in that part of the world which that's maybe a bit extreme yeah but i mean you've said similar things over the past seven months about that yeah but i'm not brandon shambly that's true your platform is me you our friends and occasionally 60 other people i know people argue like you know that like the saudi money is in everything right like it's into f1 it's in corporations that support the tour it's in actually we had a GoFundMe for the podcast, and most of the money was from Saudi Arabia. What? No. Oh. That wasn't... Anyway. <laughs> but my bigger concern about it is that it could it, like, it could potentially fracture and ruin golf like for, for the long term. I just think the product hasn't been pretty poor. Like The only success of Liv is that it, it went on. But that doesn't matter. The fact the the only thing that matters is how long they're willing to lose money. Yeah, but I think because if they're if, willing if the to just field, lose, if the field relatively stays the way it is and they're not taking younger new talent right. or a ton of it, what does it matter? Because it's they're just always another... going to be able to pay someone. There just won't be like if they get like this. But they... I think two three years into it, like the... I agree, there won't be any context and it won't matter, but. It's still going to fracture golf. You're basically still, getting paid to not golf. There's yeah, they're still going to be able to shell out. You know, if they just want to go get like the some random college kid that might be the next star and pay him ten million dollars, it'll peak a little bit of interest. Yeah, but I think the the random college kid who might be the next star is not going to have the same. His talent's not going to facilitate the same way it would on the PGA Tour. Well, no, playing yeah, because there's so no like ca- there's there's no way for that. There's no way for the Saudi like oil fund to buy new players and build a new star. 
You're not going to get the new Tiger right, Woods it's outside of the yeah. It's outside of the context. I, I get what you're saying. So it's not like it's not like F1 for them. Like F1 is that only sport around. Like F1's the peak, right? Top tier of that sport, and, and they own it. And they own it. Yeah. Like eventually, you're not gonna. They're not gonna have want to put more money into this if there's only fifty thousand people watching on a weekend. Right. You know, more people go to college or high school football games in Texas. Yeah. Well, beyond all that stuff, Victor Hovland did win the tournament. Back-to-back. Back-to-back, he's now won, like, five times on the PGA Tour, but all of them are, like, outside the continental U.S. Yeah. So he won twice at, like, the Bermuda or something, and now he's won this twice. Guy hates America. His chipping is just so bad. It's... But he's just such so a good. great iron player. He's just, and he's so good off the tee. Like he can hit it both ways and it's just, like he has uh, my chipping ability. Or he has he has Frank Camper's chipping ability essentially. Uh, I don't know if anything's that bad. So uh, this week we got the match on Saturday. Yeah. We got Tiger and Rory versus oh, I think about Army Navy. Well that too, but Tiger it's called the match, I know. so Tiger and Rory versus JT and Speeth. You gotta stop taking everything I say so serious today. Well, your inflection's just all wrong. It's been two weeks. I don't get your jokes anymore. <laughs> um, Tiger and Rory are... I don't pl- even know you. Tiger and Rory are plus 100. JT and Spieth are minus 25. I'm probably going to bet Tiger and Rory... Minus 125, sorry. Um, I'll probably bet Tiger and Rory just because that's even money and Tiger's going to be in a cart. And it's... of all the people playing, Rory is probably playing the best. Like Is it 13 holes? I don't know. Some what sort it is. of weird amount of holes. I know the last one was. I don't know if this one is or not. But Spieth has always seemed to me like a guy who like literally shuts it down for a few months in the off season. And he played well at the Presidents Cup, did not play very well at the Hero. JT played okay, but I don't know. I mean, this is again this is an exhibition, so it's like a completely different mindset. Like these they're not preparing for this, like it would be a major. I know, but war. if it was, that's what I'm saying. If it was more serious, I think I would lean the other way. But Rory, to me, is like the perfect exhibition player. He's kind of like a show off kind of like. I feel like he's going to be good, and I feel like if I think Tiger's going to be more of like a friends round, like this hanging somebody's out. Somebody's going to win. Oh yeah, someone's going to win, but it's not going to be like. I don't know. I just I don't think like over preparation is going to come into a, like effect here. Or anything like that. Like, just go out and have fun and I'm play. just saying, in, I think Tiger and Roy are going to be in better form. And if anyone's going to take it serious at all, it's going to be Tiger. I mean... But, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to watch it. I will, so, too. be the first, like, full-on... I watched a fair amount of The Hero. I saw, like, the interview with Tiger and, you know, seeing Charlie all over the place. Like, I couldn't be more excited to watch, like, a 14-year-old play golf next week. Okay. Calm down there. It's weird, but he's got a ridiculous swing, and I just want to watch him and Tiger play. You're fucking disgusting. I want to watch him play golf. <laughs> I don't know what direction you're taking that. Anyway, uh, our random question, our main topic for the day. Our main topic? Our main topic. Okay. Biggest golf what-ifs. I mean, we'll start out the first one. Anthony Hold Kim on. not getting hurt, obviously, or or, or signing some weird insurance didn't, policy. Didn't that, take the insurance buyout. So what did yeah. he? Have? I think he had five or five or six wins, or did he have more than that? But he was um, only what twenty eight, maybe. He was very young. So 
pull up how many wins he had. Good old Anthony Kim. AK. Still the rumor out there that Liv's going to... Three n- PGA Tour wins. Going to nab One Ryder him. Cup and one President's Cup. How old it, is he? He's 37 now. He hasn't played in 10 years. So he was 27. Well, I mean, it's... What was the rumored insurance policy? Like $25 million if he it was, was only golf? $10 million. He would have made... Like, there's got to be something well, else he behind hit, that. The, what I read was he basically... He was on tour for, I think, like five years. And he would have basically had to, like, replicate his career in PGA Tour earnings to earn another $10 million. But you would think that he easily would have made it up in sponsors. Yeah, like, sponsorship. I mean... Unless it's not guaranteed, right? Fell off the face of the earth. But he kept getting hurt too. Like yeah. he had a bad, he had a wrist injury, he had a back injury for a while. But it's the weirdest thing because literally people just don't see the guy. You don't see him anywhere. No, ever. he's like I feel in, like he's just like a, a like, like a Las Vegas sleuth. He's just gambling away or something. Or if it's like an Inception type thing that he didn't even exist. I've never seen Inception. So what? Never seen Inception. The movie Inception, you've Correct. never seen it. Never seen it. That's insane. Yeah, that is it's a Matrix. fantastic movie. That or the Matrices. The first Matrix is awesome. The other two suck. Don't watch okay. them. That's insane mm. that you haven't seen the Matrix. So, um, but like in the, in this day and age, like with people's phones, literally anywhere, you can get a picture of someone. How do people not see him? Or does he still, to this day, just have, like, bodyguards that, like, smash people's phones if they see him anywhere? I, yeah, I mean... Because he was, like, an L.A. kid. Like, how is he not, like, out and about, like, in L.A., like, going to dinner or something? And someone goes, oh, shit, that's Anthony Kim. I mean, maybe people just don't recognize him. I mean, it's been a decade, and you said yourself, golf itself... But people isn't... still talk about him. Yeah, like, us. Like, golf people know who he is. Yeah, but golf people don't live in L.A. All right. Moving on. Uh... So I have a, I'll do the Tiger ones, because I have a bunch on okay. Tiger. Just, yeah, let's run through the Tiger fast. Okay, we're going to start small. So uh, the obvious one is like... What if he was... If he never got hurt. I would say, what if he wasn't banging hookers? No, that's irrelevant to his golf game. I guess you could say... So if he never got caught... Yeah, if he never got caught. <laughs> if he never got caught, does, does that... I think this this is like a series of questions I had all in in one basically was what if he never lost to Y E Yang? Okay. What if he never got caught and hit with the golf club? And then like what if he never got hurt? So three separate questions. The first like because it happened the same the same year, right? So it was oh yeah. nine. It was you know August at the PGA when he lost to Y E Yang when he blew a three shot lead on Sunday. It was his first lead in a major on a Sunday that he had lost. And then, like, that Thanksgiving weekend was when he got in the accident and got hit with a golf club. <laughs> That's... So, like, is there is there a correlation between, like, he lost his confidence, he got sloppy? I don't think he lost his confidence. Do you think... Okay, I think it affected him after that, definitely, for like sure. being called out for banging, like, Waffle House And having waitresses. to do that, that press conference where he, like, apologized to the world and all. Like, that had to affect his game. What about the dick pics, too? Well, that... Do you think that's affected him at all? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot about the dick pics until just now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm glad you remember now. Um, I don't have my screensaver. I don't know. Like I do. think I think that pro- besides the injuries, but I mean, I feel like that cost him a couple of years. 
Because like you gotta remember, he didn't come back until the Masters the following year. Yeah, and he didn't play very much. He only played like what six, seven times maybe that year. That when his personal dealings during that time definitely affected. And then he like kind of lost his swing, and then he switched coaches again. Yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't just banging away. And went to uh, he had like too Chris, much testosterone, and it ruined his swing. Sean Foley, and then he got back to number one in the world in 2013, and then he had that whole thing in the middle in like 2015, 16. When he dropped Sean Foley, but then he had the chipping yips. Do you remember yeah. that? When he had the chipping yips at like waste management, where he was like just knocking it back and forth, a little ping pong and ding ding. Green. Um, the other thing is never if he never got hurt. I mean, it's also I'm, incredible that he's had a lull, I guess, in his prime, and he's still so far ahead in certain things oh, than yeah. other golfers. It's insane. Um, obviously, if he never got hurt, he's probably lost. I mean, he's had multiple knee surgeries, multiple back surgeries. I think he had a um, the car accident. Some car accident. He lost a tooth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's lost. How much time? Like, I'd like to see what the equivalent is in full seasons that he's lost because of injury. It's got. Five. It's got to be at least five. Yeah. Plus, you have. You could probably double that in like. Rehab time, time where he's maybe playing, but he maybe well, time he's going to lose at the end of his career, right? In time that like that he could play on tour because you're let's just say like with his ACL, he was out for like a whole year. Well, you're, that's you're you're rehabbing that, you're coming back, you're wasting another couple of months like getting into tournament yeah. shape and all that shit. Well, like in a peak physical health, Tiger, like say he doesn't have any of these injuries, would have probably played in the PGA Tour till he was sixty. Yeah. With as much as he worked out and shit, because yeah. his like workouts would have evolved to like more nowadays, where it's more like flexibility fun, yeah. based and not strength based. Like, yeah, I think yeah. does the, anything Tiger. I think I got one that's you know, there's a what if, but like also the way this person is probably made him how he like who he is. Okay, John Daly. Like, what if that guy like took golf seriously? But also, it's part of his mystique and like his thing is like. Yeah, I'm a drunk bastard who drinks 56 cokes a day and rips cigs. There's a great story about because him winning his first major, being like what the eighth alternate. Yeah, well, and he dueled with Tiger a couple times. Yeah. There was a, he he always tells that one story where he was like it was after a round, and he's like, "Hey, Tiger, come have a drink with us," and Tiger was like going to the gym or something like that. Yeah. And then Tiger came out of the gym. He's like, "Hey, come have a drink with us." He's like, ah, "I'm going to the range." Yeah. And then uh, he's Tiger said something to him like John, if I had your talent, I'd be drinking with you or something like that. And then I mean, there's no. And then Jolly John Daly drank all night and then beat him the next day. Yeah. Well, it's like there's no arguing that his talent. He's one of the most talented golfers. It's kind of like the Shaq. It's kind of like the Shaq argument, right? Like yeah, when people ask Kobe like if Shaq worked as hard as you, like he would be, he'd be the best player of all time without even yeah. questioning that. But also would like. All right, maybe John, maybe John Daly just did, avoided doing things to not get hurt. <laughs> He's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm only going to swing 70 times he, didn't a day. He, didn't he also say you can't pull fat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another Tiger one that I had is what if he never changed his swing? Because he lost, he's lost probably two and a half, three full seasons going through swing changes. Because like Hank Haney always said that it but takes like... But the swing change I think came from... Like injuries and we don't to really not be injured. I th- there, at least one of them was, but some of it was like Hank Haney and Butch always said because he was like literally chasing perfection. Like 
definitely, I don't know if it was when he went from Hank to Sean Foley, but one of them was like truly because he like wanted his swing to look more aesthetically. Like, <laughs> it's just weird. I know one of them was definitely to take pressure off of his knee. That might have been the Sean Foley one, but like. His, like, original, like, athletic move from college. Like, obviously, you can't swing that way forever. No. But if he would have never changed that, like... Because he changed his swing not long after, like, his 2000-2001 season. I think it was, like, 2 He went from... I think he went from Butch to Haney, like, in that time frame or something. This is incredible how often he's changed his swing for being the best golfer ever. Like, like, he's taken four different golf swings to, like, number one in the world. That's insanity. I can't even take my golf swing to, <laughs> to like to the eighties. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, I got one, and okay. it might might, not, might just be for me. But what if Ricky won the Masters in twenty eighteen? Like, does he no longer have that shelf? He finally gets over the 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 majors hump with eight top five finishes, and Patrick Reed just stays in yeah. the obscurity. I mean, he had a lot of close calls. There was that one year where he finished top five in all four majors. Like, yeah. what well, if he, has he, eight, not, he has eight top five finishes. What if he knocks off any one of those? Does that change? I think does the, it I change think the anything? Ma- I think the Masters in 2018 was his best chance, though. I feel like he should have won that one Open Championship when he was in the, in the rain. Uh, I think yeah, Darren yeah. Clark ended up winning it or something, but Ricky was right there. He has, like, even his win at Waste Management in 2018, the guy went, like, plus three that day. Uh, the answer is no. I don't. I mean, it, it would give him a major. I don't think it changes his overall arc. Like he'd I have a major. Most, I don't think he'd have multiple majors. I think it most certainly. I don't think he has the same two, three year goal he's had here. He was a top eight golfer in the world at that point. Maybe that wall still happens. This is why it's a what if, Dan. <laughs> um, let me have this. I, I'll give it to you. That's fine. What if? Uh, what if Rory, when he was like what twenty two or whatever, didn't blow that blow that lead on the back nine at the Masters early on, and like already completed the Grand Slam way back when? He probably would have a couple more majors, I'd say. You think so? Yeah, probably. Maybe he seems maybe to be... he doesn't maybe he doesn't switch from. Uh, I think he had an Oakley sponsorship at some point. He was Oakley and Titleist, and then he switched to all Nike. Maybe he doesn't make the Nike switch and wins a couple more majors. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the one I had, another one I had was uh, if Spieth doesn't blow that, like, five-shot lead on the back nine and shoot, like, like, a head case. Hit, like, a 12 on number uh, 12 at Augusta. Or a nine. I think he get, took a nine. Gives himself his his second Masters, and I think he would. I think that would have been. No, he didn't win the. He won the Open, maybe. Either way, he'd have four majors. Maybe he knocks off a few more without that scar tissue. Yeah. What if Sergio Garcia wasn't an asshole his entire life? Would he have? I got a couple. Lived, I got lived a, up to his potential. I don't know. I mean, his game's always been good, but. Maybe it's good because he's an asshole. I don't know. Yeah. What if uh, what if Bryson never balked up? I was just going to say that. Because he competed like as an amateur at the Masters when he still wore that stupid hat. Yeah. And he had the same length irons. Like, do you think that he still... Like, does he end up in the same spot? I think he is does. Is my question. I really do think he does. I mean, he's that like analytical with it. And he, like, he, he understands that like, 
distance is kind of the, the key right now. I think it's speed. very. I think it's very different. I think he could probably have won a Masters with without doing he the maybe distance avoid thing. Some injury. I doubt too, he, by not bulking up. I don't think he would have won that U.S. Open because he completely bullied that course. Like, yes. He. I still think he gets to the point where he is an longer, asshole and on live. That too, <laughs> but. I think he gets the. I still. I still think he, the. He still gets to be one of the longer hitters on tour without being like that season and a half, two seasons where he was just like super thick. Right. Real thick. I mean, like I. I can. I don't think I'll ever forget the day of like watching golf like that. Like, when he first showed tournament. up, and he and showed up. Like, I've like twelve photos. Have you taken? Like this guy's huge. Have you ever seen? Uh, oh God. What is that video game movie that Ryan Reynolds in? Free Guy? Free Guy. Have you seen it? Free Guy. I haven't seen Free Guy. Well, there's a scene at the end where it's like a different character of Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And he's just this giant dude. He he looks like the mountain with Ryan Reynolds' head. It's like that's the transformation in my head when when Bryson came back at the uh, Houston event. Yeah. I think think of Bedazzled when he's Uh, the basketball player. Yep. (laughs) He's got to go out there, play a team game, play a team game. He's just sweating his ass off and he has the tiniest dick. (laughs) But Dazzle's a great movie, by the way. Dazzle is a great movie. Brendan Fraser's finest. May he, well, he's not dead, but may he rest in peace now. He might get an Oscar uh, nomination for his most recent movie. Yeah. I didn't really, have you ever read about him? Yeah, he was basically like blackballed. Well, and how he had all these like insane injuries from the Mummy movies and his all his action movies. Yeah, like he almost died like three times. Yeah, he's basically like a an unlucky Tom Cruise with like stunt injuries. So without Cause, without cause the Tom, Scientology, yeah, the Scientology. <laughs> yeah, if he was a Scientologist, he would have stayed completely healthy. Because Tom Cruise definitely has multiple blood boys. Oh yeah. How many? How many do you think Tom Brady has? It's actually shocking that Tom Brady's not a Scientologist. No, I no, I think like the TV twelve method is just going to be like the new the new, new cool, it's like going to be like the new years from now there'll be, be like the new cool Scientology. church of TB twelve in Detroit. Yeah. It's not just going to be a place where you work out and stretch and learn how to eat healthy. It's just going to be like a compound where of you blood do boys. <laughs> Someone texted me the other day after the uh, the Monday night game that uh, Tom Brady's giving off very big Jim Carrey vibes right now with like the just the way he looks and talks and acts. He's definitely not as weird as Jim Carrey is. Getting close. How? Oh, he's, he's a weird guy. Because Giselle left him? Yes. Why is that weird? What is he saying that's weird? Just his overall, like, just the way he looks and, like, moves. That could be the same person. Like how he just throws a dynamite football at the age of 45? So does Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey is insane. Um... Kind of a, just a more of like an existential question, I guess. I don't really have a lot of stats on this, but what if the players, when it came into existence, was a major? What if so the they had what fifth if they, major? What if they had five majors? Well, what? So which major was the last one added? The PGA. He. I mean, it would have to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm four trying is to a think. Does, does anyone have a lot of players? Like Adam Scott won it. Ricky. Ricky. That'd give Ricky. Hey, let's make it a major retroactive ring, baby. <laughs> Tiger. I think Tiger only won it once. JT won it. Rory won it. I mean, it's still like 
prestige-wise, it still had yeah. all the good players win it. Martin Timer would win it, so that fucker would have like three majors <laughs> somehow. The ghost of the, Martin Keimer. Um Okay. The uh, what if we were all happy and there was no live? <laughs> I don't know. We would we'd have significantly shorter podcasts at some points throughout the year. I don't know. I mean, you went on some profanity-laced rants for yeah, 10, well, 15 minutes. Phil, DJ would still be here. We could still talk about how much we hate Bryson and Patrick Reed. I didn't hate Bryson yet, though. Brooks would still be a bitch. I honestly forgot Patrick Reed was in Liv. <laughs> how, how, that's kind of a general question I have about Liv is like, how much do you just not think about these people anymore? Like, when's the last time you thought about Brooks Kepka? The other day, because there was a, something that came out that he's going to uh, finish outside the top 50. Right. So before that, when's the last time you thought about Brooks? I think I thought about Chase Kepka more often than Brooks Kepka recently. When, when Brooks made those comments at the U.S. Open about how asinine it was, and I got a U.S. Open to play, and then like the next day he yeah, went he to live. off. Yeah. Okay. Last one I got here is two, two pieces to it on the, what the answer is, but what if Tiger Woods never existed? Not only the impact on, like, Phil, Ernie, and, like, VJ's career. Because Ernie, I think, has, like, four second-place finishes in majors to Tiger. But, like, the bigger question is, what, what, what does golf look like in general if Tiger Woods never existed? Do we even, like, does Rory even exist? I think Rory still exists. Does JT? Does Spieth? I mean, I think... Does Ricky? Yeah, Ricky's been tours since like 17, 18, playing in yeah, events. Tiger became a thing in 97. How old was Ricky then? Uh, probably like 10. So he's already golfing before then. Okay. That's I still think you have like... I think Vijay Singh is more talked about. Phil. Ernie. Yeah. Like, if I, think I about think, that. Like I think... You, had, you then have a... 15-year, 20-year period where Phil is like the face of golf. God, that's a terrible, terrible timeline. But then Phil would get to make all the rules and Liv wouldn't exist. That is true. God damn it, Tiger Woods. <laughs> so we boiled it down to... So now we've got full circle to blame Tiger. Tiger it's, Woods is the reason why Liv exists. Do we, would, it, would, would you play golf? Would we play golf? That's a different question. See, I think... I, I mean, I'm going to start playing golf because like... All of my friends play golf. So I was yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll get into golf. Yeah. I think some of our friends would, like, Yacht played golf since he was little. Yeah, so I think like, I think we would still golf. Yeah. I, this podcast was, might not be a thing. Yeah, maybe not. I, I still would have played. I didn't play until college anyway. Well, that's like, what, but like what going, if I started playing golf when I was a kid? What if I did? No, seriously, though, like. Yeah. I didn't start playing until I was like 25. I would have given up all those. And I didn't start taking it seriously until I was like 28. Right. I feel like I've, I've made a good progression for someone who's golf a fairly short amount of time. Yeah. After playing other sports, like, you know, how good could I be? Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. The limit does not exist. It doesn't. The only limit is yourself. Yeah, that too. Mm. Time, my job. Well... That's all I got. Let's move on. I don't want to. Um, Stay right here in this moment. I put some... I wrote down some interesting stats from... These don't hit as hard because this was like Thanksgiving week as opposed to last week. I don't think we week. need them then. They're good though. 
I don't think they're that Carson good. Wentz still has more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. Okay, that's still true now then. Still true. Yeah. Uh saw this on Twitter. This is from Rel DMC on Twitter. Uh after UNC lost to NC State. I th- Clemson had their starter in, so this stat doesn't count. But UNC was nine and over starting quarterbacks and zero mm-hmm. and four versus second, third, and fourth string quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, they're now starting quarterbacks. This one I pulled. Out. This one I pulled just for you. This oh, okay. is from Scuba Steven twenty six on Twitter. Jacoby Brissett could throw his next two hundred passes into Lake Erie, and he would still have a higher passer rating than Baker Mayfield. That's just not true. He's going to throw four touchdowns tonight. Baker Mayfield is. Yeah, I highly doubt it. Uh, and the well, no, that one's useless. All right, Lions. Lions two in a row. Lions. Yeah, four of us heating up. You might say. I guess we'll get to the the sad part of the the podcast. The best. The best part. Is the we've wrapped up our year-end college football pick'em. We're now in the bowl season, and I went 0 and 8 last week in my picks. So hopefully, no one tailed my picks. 0 and 8, huh? 1 and 12 Woof. over the last 1 and 12 over the last two weeks. That's the difference. I went 5 and 1 <coughs> over the last two weeks. I ended up 35 and 30. I don't even know what my record is. Not good enough. It was very bad. I think so, I was, just, so now you owe me two rounds of golf. No, right? I paid for one of your rounds. We paid, uh, where did we play that I paid for? Doesn't There's matter. somewhere that so I now you owe, So now you owe me. I owe you another round, yeah. Rock hit his Moneyline parlay. He did. Utah and Kansas State. Yes, he did. So he finished 7-7 uh, seven and seven on the year. But the Moneyline parlay puts him up a lot more units. He covered the juice. Yeah, he covered the True. juice. So he's basically, you know, lock is, Rock's locks was profitable, I guess. So I think the moral of the story is you just follow the numbers. You take your you take AJ's emotion out of the picks, and you'll generally do better. Yeah, and this is now the second year in a row that we've done this, and where I've we've gone into like the last week, championship week, like tied and or close to, and I've just shit in the bed. Dive, just complete bed shitting, just absolute poop everywhere. Nice. Uh, I had a good week in the NFL as well. Yeah. I went two and three the week before, but I went four and one last week, including my dip. So I'm now twenty nine thirty and one on the year for the NFL. Not a great board this week, but I think I'm going to get back over five hundred. I'm going uh, Titans minus four, a little up down bounce back this week. That little Morgan Wallen. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Weird line minus ten at home against the Jets, and the Jets beat them with Zach Wilson. And now Mike White's playing, who might be better. They almost beat the Vikings last week, so... Oh, well, they were getting smoked, and they... Mike White had to throw like, the ball 60 times last week. Oh, I'm taking the and Bills. he's not better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson sucks. Okay, it's a topic for another day. Is he as good as Baker Mayfield? He's better than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so I'm going to take Buffalo The Baker 10. resurgence begins now. Yeah, sure, Stafford sure. has to retire. Baker it's Mayfield retire. takes over and leads the Rams to the Super Bowl next year. I'm still a Baker Mayfield truther, just oh like you're a Matt Ryan truther. I'm not a Matt Ryan fell off a cliff. It was bound to happen at some point. I didn't think it was going to be this year. And I thought the Colts' defense was going to be better. Whoa. But anyway, and then my dip of the week. Cincinnati to plus a half, and the Lions-Vikings over 45 and a half. Not betting on the Lions because I don't want any of my mojo Since, uh, anywhere near this, but the Lions are 
they're going to win this week. Uh, I'm feeling it. Since so advanced stats since week nine, Lions defense sixth overall. Holy shit! That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Unreal. Does that line up with the return of Jerry Jacobs? Because Jerry Jacobs is sweet. He did not have a good game against I the Jags. I think it lines up with getting rid of Aubrey Pleasant. Which that's I don't know. Maybe some of it's obviously a coaching thing. Some of it is like a like a wake up call for guys. Right? Correct. Like well, yeah. I mean, they've just been getting because we heard nothing but good things about that guy. Like since he's been here. Like, is he, you think flat out he's just that bad of a coach where they just, like, because he, you have to credit him a little bit for how good Akuta's been since he came yeah. back. Some more just Lions defensive creaming stats. Uh, 57% completion percentage, weeks 9 through 13, first. Uh, 74.9 passer rating since week 9 to 13, second. And they have seven interceptions that time, first in the NFL. Jesus. So. Although, Grant, we're still like the second worst overall defense because they were that bad the first that eight early, weeks. Yeah. Some of it, you, th- you got to figure there's something to it. Like, if you have good coaching, like, you make adjustments, right? Like, not only like first half to second half, yeah. but like as you go through the season. So maybe they're like keying in on stuff that they can actually do well. Well, I mean, I think a big thing too is D line getting healthy. I don't think Pascal played until then. Pascal's very good. He's been, he's just such a help to have. Aline McNeil really Aline stepped been up. Great he stepped up in that time. time. Kirby Even, Joseph is coming on strong. Yep. Akuda Huna has been out, but he's been. I mean, like people. I have another group chat, and they're like, "Who's going to cover Justin Jefferson?" I'm like the last time I played the Vikings, Justin Jefferson had four catches for like fourteen yards. Right. Grant Thielen and Osborne had like seventy in the touchdown. Yeah. We ended up losing. But that was, that was before they. That was also before they benched Amani Oari. Correct. Who like doesn't see the field now. Well, he's been hurt a lot too. Like he's been hurt when he was playing. So like, right. But like Jerry Jacobs came back, and you, it was an immediate difference. Like he is the 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 t- number two corner. Yeah. And the safety play obviously has been really good. It has been because Tracy Walker got hurt. In the, I think in that game too, like early in that game. So Elliot's played well. I'm excited for over. it. I'm expecting Ford Field to be raucous. Who are you going with? Ryan's going. Nice. I think I'm slowly converting. Like I think Ryan's a full-on Lions fan now. Like, he's in he season gets, tickets he as gets, well. He gets all jacked up, <laughs> just like I do. And then after the game, like the Thanksgiving Day game, I just like walked home or walked back to the car. We were just were in dead silence. We were just like, Fuck, do you like that sucked? Do you find yourself coming home from the games, and like the high is over, and you're just like exhausted from the euphoria of being like at the game and like them winning? A little bit. But I also get really fired up because, like an idiot, I turn on 97.1. And oh. I just have to hear the complete stupidity coming out Like after a game like that. Even after they win, I still get pissed off at the things that people say. Not just the the hosts, but the callers. Oh, the callers are... I can't the understand. The callers are the worst. I can't understand some of these people. The callers are absolutely the worst. Anyway. We should take callers. We should take callers. We need to get some live people to call in in the middle of a show sometime. Hey, one day. We'll, we'll have like a serious contract and we'll be on that. Yep. We'll get there one day. Check us out. Instagram and Twitter. At 100 underscore. We got some, uh, I think we got some pretty good shows planned for the for the holidays. So keep swinging the sticks. And as always, keep it under 100.
when you grab all your buds and you bout to hit the links When you take her out of club and you bout to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred 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 We keep it under, a hundred